problem was growing up, I never felt adequate. You know, I always felt like there was something wrong with me, in a sense. I, I just felt different. I, I didn't, I couldn't pinpoint it, but I just knew something was different. I wasn't like my sisters. I have three sisters. I was the only boy. I wasn't like them. And that was apparent from an early age. You know, if there was a definition of a black sheep, I would be it. I would would see my picture if it was in the dictionary. I couldn't have steered more left than my family was right. Um, And it hurt me a lot when people tried to put blame on my mom for her parenting skills or, or, or tried to, you know, put that anywhere near my family. You know, put that put that stigma anywhere around my family because my family was so far from that that whenever it hit me as hard as it did, like they it was so unexpected and it took so many years for my talking about my mom and sis and one of my sisters to to realize that like look this is not what we thought it was this is not a phase that he's going through this is not something that that we can just send him away and he's gonna come back fixed there's something wrong and my mom loved me through that it, it wasn't the same for necessarily um, everybody around me but my mom especially like loved me learned I guess trained herself in a very effed up sense to, to love me through that huge, 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 like, wound inside of me that, that nobody could fix, that void that, that nobody could fill, and the only way of trying to fill that void was, was escaping my reality, and my reality was, um, that I, I was, I was hurting everybody around me, and I did that for a long time, and and the guilt that comes with that, you can't, no, no sane person can, can live with that guilt without having to re, to use drugs to cover that up. So now we're in a vicious cycle, right? So now we're, we're, we're we know that, that, that I'm an addict. We don't know how to fix it. And whenever it gets brought up in a negative light, it makes him use more. So what do we do? We just don't address it. We leave it alone. In hopes that the balance will stay even. And we won't say one thing that's going to set him off this way. We won't set him, say one thing that's going to set him off that way. And we'll just act like, you know, this doesn't exist. And we're just going to, you know, just, just act like none of this happened. And that's the only way that you can love somebody through an addiction as bad as mine is to, is to ignore it. In all honesty, like, I'm just being real, like... It gets to a point where there's nothing else that you can do to help somebody. You can't. You 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 can you can have ten million dollars, and it doesn't matter. You can buy the best treatment. You can send them to the best doctors, him or her, the best doctors. You can invent your own goddamn medication that stops every single drug from getting an addict high, and an addict will still fucking get high. That's what people don't get is that it's not, it's not as easy as you think just to stop. It becomes a lifestyle, becomes your best friend, it becomes all you know. 
And so you're willing to defend it with your life. You're willing to die for it. That's what's crazy. Something that's killing you, you're willing to die for and defend harder than you defend your own family. How dare you call me an addict? How dare you say I'm a drug addict? How dare you say I have a, a drug problem? Look at you. An addict's best friend is to defer. If you're gonna if you're gonna start throwing shade on me and start pressing me and pressuring me about my addiction, well, I'm gonna start looking at you and thinking about well, well, look at you. Look, why are you talking about me? Look, look at this and that and that. So to confront an addict is very hard because you gotta get ready for some 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 backlash. Because um, an addict is not going to sit there and just let you badger him about being an addict without starting to defend himself, whether it's in the AA form or it's in the FU. Who are you to judge me for? And I've done both. And I still find myself doing both. You know, I still find myself like, if, 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 if you've ever had an addiction and, and, and you can relate to what I'm saying, and I know that if some people probably like what are you doing how does that even make sense and how can you live with yourself and how dare you do that and uh, I didn't wake up every day like hey I'm gonna mess my life up today I'm gonna mess my family's life up today I'm gonna I'm gonna have all these people talking bad about me and blaming it on that's not how it went I got hooked on a substance that helped me escape me I wasn't I didn't th- that, that's all that's as far as the thinking process went I didn't think past that I didn't think about the consequences because the consequences don't matter. If consequences mattered, I would have got sober a long time ago when the first consequence, when I was arrested at 17 or, or caught at school with alcohol and shit at 13, 14 years old. My mom and dad, like my stuff, they didn't know any I was doing all this. They would have for sure tried to stop it. Addicts hide their addiction and are master manipulators and and I could, I could, I could confess. I could make a pre-sin if I wanted to, with the way that I learned how to manipulate people. And I'm not bragging about that. I'm just saying that that's what that's what addiction is. It's manipulation of oneself and everybody around them to keep this romance, this romance with this with this drug, because it. For as long as it lasts, it doesn't let me feel the things that I'm feeling. I don't have, I'm just numb. I don't have to sit back and think I've ruined half my life. I don't have to sit back and think I've, I've hurt people close to me. I can just get high and escape. That's the appealing part of it. And that's about the only appealing part of it. And then it gets to a a point where that doesn't work anymore. So you have to use more and more and more. And then that doesn't work anymore. And then you go to other drugs. You, you tr- I mean, it comes to a point where drugs stop working. They worked for a long time. As bad as that is to say, it worked. It, it helped me. It got me through the years that I probably would have blown my brains out, honestly. But it got to a point where it stopped working. And when it stopped working is whenever I got in trouble. Is whenever I got depressed. Is whenever I really felt... Like, it was getting close to the end. I remember telling my girlfriend multiple times, like, I'm not, it's, it's, I'm, it's gonna be, it's, it's soon, it's coming. And I was prepared for it, I was ready. That's how sick I was. That's how sick I still am, because I don't know if I'll ever get out of that mindset, because I was in it for so long.
I'm not perfect. I'm, I make mistakes, I, you know, but I'm trying. It doesn't happen overnight. It hasn't happened overnight. And I continue to make mistakes. I continue to fail every day. But if I can learn from whatever I do wrong, did I really do it wrong or did I teach myself a lesson? A lot of people are, are quick to judge and, and, and blow off somebody who's a quote unquote junkie and addict. That's probably some of the smartest people you'll ever meet in your life. Those people could teach you more about life than 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 anybody you'll ever meet. So next time you're around an addict, instead of sitting there in silence judging them, open up a conversation with them and open your mind to not everybody's gonna walk to the beat of your drum. And some people take paths that don't make sense. You don't know what that person has going on in their life. You don't know what that person's been through. You don't know what people have done to that person as a kid to change his whole way of thinking about people and, and the good in humanity. It's a lot easier to judge somebody rather than, a, than, than to open up your heart and mind to somebody and to be there for somebody. Because then you have to take on that responsibility and people don't want the responsibility. So it's easier to judge people and move on rather than to love people and hold them. Shit's real. Shit's a killer. And it's not silent. Sit the Sanja there. Work more on loving than judging addicts. Maybe the black cloud of addiction and the stigma will go away so people actually come out and say they have a problem way before it's too late. Everybody's scared to be an addict because of what people are going to think of them. That person's dying. So what you think of them becomes irrelevant when you're talking life and death. Think about that next time. If we point fingers, you got three pointed back. Sit down and think before you stand up and talk. Mm -hmm.